This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. Warrior. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Okay, uh, welcome. It is uh, Tuesday, 29 November, year of over 2022, is three weeks from the midterm elections. And we got a lot of work to do because now there's a lot of converging forces. Still have this runoff in Georgia. You still have this massive um, situation in Arizona, which is not going to go away. Uh, there's so much going on behind the scenes lawsuits, affidavits, all of it. Uh, what was proven yesterday in Maricopa County <clears throat> at that uh, supervisor meeting, there is no doubt in anybody's mind this thing was stolen. You heard in the cold open or you heard in the cold open for Charlie Kirk that a supervisor in Mojave County said, hey, they threatened me with uh, they threatened me with criminal charges if I didn't certify this. And Cochise, they're sitting there going, hey, tough. We need Katie Hobbs to come down and give a full presentation. And they're in uh, Elias, the evil genius of the big steal of 2020 has filed a lawsuit representing some group said, Hey, the only presentation you supervisors are going to get is in a court of law. This is the way the Democrats play smash mouth. And we need to start playing smash mouth just the same way. Okay. And this is why I think you got Mike Lindell running for RNC. There's, there's a lot going on. The one thing I've got Ed Dowd on the, uh, really the economics of China, which is absolutely essential now to the global financial situation. He and his team have been doing great work. Dr. Bradley Thayer, who I think knows China as well as anybody is on to talk to us about what's happening even the last 48 hours with Xi. But I want to go back to Cortez. And with all that maelstrom, Steve, the people should, these Democrats are so crafty and so cunning. What's right. going to go on here in, 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 in the lame duck, they're going right. to try to structurally set it both with the debt ceiling to re either remove it or lift it up so that more mass spending can take place because that's how they run this thing remember in all these bills all these bills uh you've got the oh, they're funding all these ngos uh, many of these ngos are the ones that are out there uh, causing trouble on election day causing trouble with these elections this thing is sick you've got a an omnibus bill which uh, they want to pass now because the new congress when we control the house will shut it down it's going to have not just the three and a half trillion dollars of transfer <clears throat> payments of Social Security, Medicaid, and Medicare, the three and a half trillion, which essentially is close to what the all revenues and fees back to the U.S. government are, but it's anywhere from another trillion to a trillion and a half to almost two trillion dollars of deficit spending, of which right. we're going to have to print money. Then you've got the NDA, the Defense Authorization. As you've gone through that Defense Authorization Act, has it's got all the wokeness that's led the military to collapse on recruiting. And not be and have no readiness in the South China Sea of the defense of Taiwan. It's got all that wokeness embedded in the bill. And that's just three of the big ones. <laughs> There's so right. much more. Remember, right. Pelosi ain't coming back. This is her swan song, right? And a lot of these Democrat senators like Tester and Manchin and Cinema understand that in the run up to 2024, when they have, I think, of the 33 senators that are up in the cycle, 24 Democrats and a ton are from red states, they're going to have to heave too. 
So this is, and you got all the guys leaving. This is going to be an orgy of spending and malfeasance. Right. So, uh, Steve, your perspective on one of the big structural, I keep telling people, hey, don't be giving me the horse race and DeSantis versus Trump. It's all grade school stuff. Talk to me about now because yes. they're setting the terms of the conversation. They're going to set the terms in the direction of the country. They're going right. to give another $50 billion to Ukraine. Steve right. Cortez. No, correct. Listen, the Democrats right now are trying in these coming days and weeks of this year, they're trying to set the table to effectively neuter the incoming House GOP. But thankfully, we can stop it. But I, I want to, again, implore the deplorables out there to stay at their political battle station. I know it's tempting to take the rest of the year off, to focus on family and holidays and football and hunting and all these wonderful things. Well, the Democrats have extremely aggressive and devious plans. You know, In addition to some of the things you mentioned, we also mentioned earlier the attack on religious liberty, a potential amnesty for millions of illegals in this country, a potential attack on so-called assault weapons, on Second Amendment rights. So their agenda in these coming days uh, is vast and it is significant. Now, it can be stopped, but it's going to take nerves of steel, particularly on the Senate side. So nobody should look away. Nobody should take time off. This is going to be a very intense period in these coming weeks. We can and and should stop Nancy Pelosi, but we have to do, do so. The, the great news is we are taking the gavel away from her. But the bad news is, you know, sometimes when an actual star dies, Steve, it has a thing called a supernova where it explodes with a burst of energy that was greater than it ever had when it was alive. Well, th that may be happening in the political sense with Pelosi. There's a political supernova that she is planning. We can stop it, uh, but we have to stay engaged to do so. You know, Ralph Norman down in, in South Carolina said was on this very show came and said, hey, here's the reason I'm a no and I'm a hard no on McCarthy. He said in that in that uh, conference, the closed conference where they had the, the talk and the debate, he said he asked McCarthy, he said, hey, the Republican study committee has come up. Uh, and these are the guys that kind of think through things for the conferences. So they've come up with a rough overall architecture for a budget that gets you to uh, basically a balanced budget in seven years. Takes you seven years to get there. Um, so it'd be outside, it'd be, it'd be, uh, you know, outside the term of Trump won in 2024, even be past, you know, the first year of the following that. So seven years to get to a balanced budget. And, and there's some pretty big and, and systemic cuts that have to come to get there. And he said, do you support that? And McCarthy just, no, not a chance. No way. Don't do it. Don't do it. And Norman said, Given what he's seen being here in the spending and the out of control spending, that this is the one thing that has to stop. And he said, that's why I'm a hard no. I'm a hard no because we have to get somebody in there. This is what I want to make sure people understand is that this era of easy money right. that, that we have had the, the, um, the responsibility, but the benefits of being the prime reserve currency. Okay. Right. And the prime reserve currency means that Every transaction in the world, essentially to date, it has to be converted into dollars. Whether you're doing a drug deal in Thailand or, or buying bonds for the little sisters of the poor in uh, in California, right? You convert into dollars to make sure those all those trades are done everywhere in the world, basically every transaction. And that makes the greatest export we've ever had is the U.S. dollar. That could be f quickly coming to an end. The BRICS, what they call you know Brazil, Russia, India, China – the BRICS, the kind of the global South is now getting, you know, more people are signing on to it. The Middle East is signing on. They're looking to every alternative of a basket of currencies, you know, state sponsored crypto, 
you know, different types of Chinese backed by oil, everything to get off the dollar. This, what's happening here, and this is what the madness is, they're going to sit there and not even have an adult's conversation about this omnibus bill, which is another trillion to two trillion, includes a trillion dollars defense spending, then 500 billion, maybe up to another 500 trillion dollars of discretionary spending because they haven't been forced like adults to have to make tough decisions. And this is the specter that hovers over us. When you've got the former uh, economist at PIMCO, you've got every guy in the world, you've got everybody saying, hey, the era of modern monetary theory, fiscal dominance, where governments could just pass these spending bills, right, and and uh, and not have to worry about the consequences of them because their central banks are kind of in unison printing money. That has fueled this inflation. What you told – you said at the beginning of the show, the Federal Reserve guy said, hey, note to self, it's not just 2023. This could go 2024 or longer for right. us to get down to our target uh, inflation rate. Do people understand the scale of the problem we have in front of us? Particularly, they're going to be up there. They're going to want to raise that set ceiling, pass this omnibus bill, and, and continue on trillions of dollars every right. year in deficit spending. Steve Cortez. To answer your question, do they understand it in Washington, D.C.? No, absolutely not. Do regular Americans on Main Street understand it? Yes, they certainly do because they are living it right now in their their reality, in their lives, uh, regarding their checking accounts, regarding their confidence. And I would give evidence of consumer confidence at an all-time low, post-World War II low. So regular people know the consequences of Biden's inflation combined with Biden's recession. They understand, even if they don't watch global bond markets, even if they don't use a phrase like an inverted yield curve, they understand what is going on right now. People in Washington, D.C. are still living right now, unfortunately, in a beltway bubble. But here's the thing. The bond market is bursting that bubble, whether D.C. power brokers realize it or not. And the profligacy, the exorbitant borrowing and spending that has dominated Washington, D.C. in recent years is simply no longer sustainable. And you're so right, Steve. The United States has enjoyed really these twin exorbitant privileges, right? One being the reserve currency status, which I believe is very much in doubt. The dollar is already being devalued against hard assets, things like land, particularly farmland. And then the other privilege being incredibly low, artificially low interest rates. That part is absolutely gone. There's no doubt about whether or not that's gone. Again, only look at the yield curve to know that. So these uh, these twin forces and a loss of these twin privileges combined means that suddenly Washington, D.C. has to make hard decisions that it has punted on for many, many years. And the Democrats are taking the exact opposite approach in these coming weeks. Again, trying to use these closing days as a flurry of exit activity to effectively neuter the incoming U.S. House that is Republican-dominated and led. And we cannot allow it to happen. Again, we have the numbers to stop it if we have the will to stop it in these coming weeks. And neither those lawmakers nor the deplorables can take the rest of the year off. This is still very serious go time into Christmas. The, uh, one last thing I need you to comment on is uh, you had mentioned, I had it on my punch list, but something that is absolutely we have to stop, and that is the amnesty. Remember Schumer, not Tucker Carlson, not the war. Schumer walked you through the replacement uh, theory. Right. He gives a conference and say, "Hey, no, he walked you through it. We're not. You're not. Uh, we're not. Uh, uh, you know, having enough birds. You're not replicating enough. We need. We need a massive influx of foreigners. They're talking the amnesty, everything from 11 million plus amnesty for the illegal aliens to DACA, and maybe even take care of the of the five million 
uh, that's come in uh, on his watch to take care of that. This thing is is a front burner. Hopefully, only the Senate, you know, put the fear of God into Mansion, and and so they can't and Republicans, so they can't get to sixty. How big a deal is this? Is amnesty in this uh, in the uh, lame duck? Oh, listen, if it were to pass, and I don't think it will, but again, we can't rest. If it were to pass, it would change the United States in consequential ways for decades. I'm not sure we could ever recover, frankly, as a country, because, of course, we know it's not 11 million illegals. It is two to three, maybe even four times that much, according to credible studies from Ivy League institutions, not from right wing think tanks. And the reality is right now in the United States, we have 19 consecutive months of declining real wages for American citizens, meaning pay adjusted for the things that they need to buy in their lives. 19 straight months. It's the worst stretch in American history. At a time like that, the idea that we would invite and then legalize millions of illegals to compete in the labor market against the citizens of this country is absolute insanity, is a complete surrender of sovereignty of the United States, and it cannot be allowed to happen. And by the way, you're exactly right. Chuck Schumer, who as part of the left for years has been denigrating those of us on the right to say, oh, this replacement theory is, is an invention from some fever swamp of the right. And then he proceeded to exactly lay out the replacement theory and said, yes, we 100% are going to replace you with illegal migrants. So uh, cognitive dissonance, but nevertheless, again, stay the course, focus. We can defeat all of these measures in this lame duck session. And then we have the speakership and we have power starting in January. Um, Steve, how do people get to all your, your live streams, your Substack, all of it? Yeah, please follow me on the Twitter. Uh, I'm at Cortez Steve, Cortez with an S. Best places on Getter, the free speech platform. I'm simply at Steve, and it links to my new Substack article on indulgences that big business is paying to the left. Please have a look. How did you get at Steve? I, I'm, I'm like a Grundoon. Cortez yeah. is like House of, House of Lords and Getter. I'm House of Commons. Yeah, you know, listen, you got to be a baller. I mean, to just get the single name uh, ad- addresses, obviously. It's big. I tell you, you've arrived. Steve Cortez, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you, sir. Okay, Arizona. We're going to talk a little bit about Georgia. We're going to get down to China, the economy, the real economy of China, what's happening, how it's interlinked with us, how this thing could implode at any time. And then Dr. Bradley Thayer is going to talk to us about What's going on? What she's doing? Is there any threat to Taiwan? What's happening in mainland China to the Lao Beijing, these great patriots, these heroes that have stood up in the French concessions, Shanghai, downtown Beijing, throughout the mainland. All next, two experts on China. Join us. We're going to talk more about Arizona. All next in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N 
to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. And get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Stephen K. Bannon. There's a crisis in the black community. The destruction of strong black men in the family. First, they passed laws to lock up our fathers and brothers. And now, the Democrat Party is coming for your kids. Democrat Senator Raphael Warnock supports the feminization and sexualization of your sons. Do you want the Democrats to turn your boy into a girl? On December 6th, stop Raphael Warnock from creeping on your kids. Okay, that's down in uh, Georgia. Of course, there's a huge election next Tuesday. Early voting's already started. The big question, is MAGA going to turn up in uh, the numbers needed to support Herschel Walker? Everybody in the great state of Georgia, all of our audience down there, you got to turn up. You got to, we need to win this seat because uh, a lot of good things can happen. You never know. Hey, maybe even flip a Democrat and take control of it. It's a long shot, but you never know. You got to win this seat, though. So that's a new, uh, quite frankly, a brutal ad by Laura Lomer and her team put up pretty brutal ads in this uh, in the midterm. Uh, they're actually putting ads up uh, uh, against Warnock in um, in uh, Georgia. So it'll be a lot more of those very intense uh, early voting actually looks like it. It looks like it favors the Democrats. So people have got to get your shoulder to the wheel. Herschel Walker is a good man. He'll make a great United States senator. Uh, we'll talk more about that. Try to get Herschel on here some day this week to actually go through. Not his. We know his campaign. We know his policies. Knows what we support. But actually, what's going to happen in uh, what's going to happen and where he needs help. Uh, let's go to Ed Dowd. Uh, Ed, I want to go through. Uh, first off, I want to set the global context for people for twenty three, and why this uh, why the lame duck is so important. You and your other econometrics people have been forecasting a recession and quite frankly a deep recession towards the end of the first quarter maybe into the second quarter of next year and i think that was even before these these perturbations in china which people in this audience because they know how close we cover lao Beijing in china know uh about our the, the experts we bring on here we probably bring on more expertise about china than any combination of shows around Walk me through uh, your assessment. I particularly want people to understand about this thing of the global recession and how your analysis of China plays into that. Sure, no problem. Just a quick uh, history lesson on China. So China was led into the WTO. We exported a lot of our manufacturing over to China. To expand that growth, they had to bring in workers from the rural farms into the cities to get that going. So that, was, that growth was, uh, uh, was fueled by debt. And that debt initially wasn't that bad because it was uh, it was uh, investment in actual real manufacturing plants. So debt to GDP in China, total government and private non-financial sector debt grew to about 150 uh, percent to 2008. Then we had the great financial crisis and uh, the world economies went into a tailspin. And we know what happened there. Uh, it was uh, unprecedented central bank money printing and uh spending and china did its part and they started uh infrastructure spending and real estate spending and their demographic growth was already slowing 
So uh, they had to continue to uh, build projects, trains to know where cities and for a while, those cities were filled up. Some of those infrastructure projects were used, but uh, debt to GDP uh, into 2018 grew from 150% after 2008 to uh, 250%. And then in 2020, uh, that's when China hit its demographic wall, meaning uh, their population growth is in, is in decline. And all that debt, real estate debt, mal malinvestment debt started to come home to roost. And curiously, uh, in 2020, two years after they, uh, in 2020, COVID hit mysteriously. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. But uh, they, um, they started to see all sorts of problems in their real estate sector. And then they increased after COVID uh, their total debt, uh, government and private, to 300% of GDP. So right now, they're hitting a demographic wall. Evergrande was the canary in the coal mine. That was the real estate firm that went bust. So what we have in China is an implosion, an internal implosion of uh, malinvestment and, and uh, internal debt. Hey, 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 hey ho, ho, ho. before we get into the internal implosion, important. I want to go back in time. People that were old enough to remember 2008, the reason the Federal Reserve here, we just started put massive liquidity into the system that that's why we had this great shift in concentration of wealth. But the, and that helped save the U.S. economy on a temporary basis, but at a massive price, right? A massive price for working class and middle class people. And it allowed us not to deal with the systemic problem, the structural problems we had on manufacturing, everything we had allowed the elites to ship over to China. That being said, China, because they stimulate their economy so much and got the manufacturing stood up, they became kind of the economic engine in the world that actually kind of pulled us out of what would have been a deeper recession slash depression then. Now, as you go through this, that, uh, that uh, uh, you know, tool in the toolbox ain't there anymore. That's what I keep telling people. China is not going to pull you through this recession. In fact, if you look at Ed Dowd's analysis, which he's about to show us, they're going to actually go the other way. They may actually be a drag, a massive drag on the world economy, which we have not seen and had to deal with since the rise of China. Am I incorrect in that, Ed Dowd? No, you're not. Uh, you know, China is a creditor nation, uh, and most of the debt I just talked about is internal, um, which is uh, good in that it may not uh, cause a systemic financial crisis worldwide. That's systemic meaning like chaos, but a global economic slowdown is assured because internal restructurings are more painful than external restructurings because the currency is the valve. They're going to have to go through huge internal restructuring, which means they're going to have a lot of unhappy unemployed people. And I know for a fact, back in 2003, 2004, I sat down in the hall from the energy guys at BlackRock who went to China all the time. And they would come back and say, the CCP's biggest fear is the people. This was 2003, 2004. So that's, that's on top of mind all the time for them is keeping their people working and fed. That's going the other way. And what these riots we're seeing are basically due to economic reasons. And COVID is just a cover to... Um, you know, impose restrictions on uh, gatherings and protests. So COVID. Hold, 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 hang on, hang on. People, people, people don't, a lot of people are not familiar with that. You're saying the big restrictions and what we're hearing on, on the, on the COVID lockdowns and the, and the, the choking down of any, a little bit of freedom they have. 
that's what the kids, that's what the media is picking up and that's what they're saying. But you're saying it's deeper than that. It's about the, the implosion of their economy and opportunities for workers and for individuals. Absolutely. Uh, you know, when, when, when the Chinese people can't feed their family and there's enough of them that can't feed their families, they get together and they start to protest and riot. This is classic economics 101. So what you're seeing in China uh, from the mainstream media is, oh, COVID cases, zero COVID. That's all nonsense. This is definitely being used as a tool to suppress uh, their own people. And also there's bank runs. We've been hearing about bank runs for the last six to seven months in China in, in certain provinces. And these, these uh, COVID lockdowns are used to prevent people from going to the bank. So this is, this is cover. They're, they're imploding as we speak. Um, the other problem is uh, Japan and South Korea are linked to China as well. They have demographic issues uh, also. So the, there's, a, there's a definite threat of, a, of a, like a, an Asian crisis redo from 1998 that we saw back in the day. So this, even though there may not be a systemic implosion, there's going to be a deep, deep recession uh, for sure in the U.S. And we're, I, we're predicting China's growth of uh, high single double-digit GDP growth is over. Over the long term, we're looking at 1% to 3% GDP growth. So what you said about China hold being it, it. the engine is hold over. It. Brother, hold it, hold it, brother, brother, brother. That's Don't parry the lead here. And I'll ask Thayer this when we get Dr. Thayer up. If you're, first off, the Chinese make all the numbers. The CCP make all the numbers up. So they're lying all the time anyway. However... If a smart guy like you is telling me their growth is going to be one to three percent, the CCP is not going to last. It's just not. It's, you, they they need bigger growth than that. They get too many mouths to feed. They, they the, the the co. If you're saying the COVID lockdowns are to stop worker, you know whether in the Apple factory, right, the slave factories they have, or the people in the cities that have come from the country and say, hey, this is not what we bargained for. We want to go home. Because we can't eat on what you're paying us. If you're, if you guys are predicting GDP growth of one to three percent, that's going to be massive unemployment. I mean, they, they got a country got to grow at five or six, seven percent just to kind of keep everybody uh, at some level of subsistence uh, living. So if you're saying one to three percent, hey, the revolution may not win this week, but it's just mathematically impossible for the CCP. The CCP is f- maniacally focused on their legitimacy, on the roots of legitimacy. Their legitimacy is based upon the economic package that they give the Chinese people. So, Ed, uh, that's pretty startling. You guys are st- you guys have come up with that number and you're going to stick to it? Absolutely. And uh, it's even worse because given what you just said about the, uh, the worker unrest and the internal restructuring, uh, typically throughout history, a regime like the CCP that fears its people needs to blame someone else other than themselves. So that will likely lead to external conflicts with Japan, Taiwan, maybe South Korea, U.S. They need a boogeyman, and they're going to come up with a boogeyman to stay in power. That's the, the, what China's implosion has geopolitical implications for the rest of us. Mass. Friends, if the current diesel fuel crisis gets any worse, truckers might not be able to deliver enough food to grocery stores in the coming months. Are you ready for that? It's a real threat. But here's a very real solution. Right now, you can stock up on emergency food and save a ton of money with this offer from My Patriot Supply. They're knocking off $250 on each three-month emergency food kit. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's prepare 
with Bannon.com right now to get this great deal. My Patriot Supply is charging less so they can help families more. This is the lowest price since 2019. So get it while you can. Remember, supply chain breakdowns are still impacting everyday life. You must be able to depend upon yourself for survival. So get this food today. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. Preparewithbannon.com. And you'll save 250 bucks on each three-month emergency food kit you get. Your order ships fast, and it ships free. Don't wait for empty stores. Don't wait for empty shelves. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. Preparewithbannon.com. Use your agency. Action, action, action. And we know Wan Shan. I know this from sources I have that Wan Shan, really one of the number two or three hatchet men for she, has been deeply concerned, Dr. Thayer, about what they call the legitimacy of the regime. The legitimacy of the regime as they pass down uh, power, as they, as they move to evolve in this kind of economic compact they've made with the Chinese people. Dr. Bradley Thayer, your thoughts. Well, Steve, it's great to be with you again uh, uh, today. Uh, my thoughts are these. First, uh, of course, what we're witnessing with these protests, of course, um, and the crackdown against them is a humanitarian disaster. So what we've seen is with um, the cities, broadly 13 major Chinese cities all have experienced uh, significant protests. Those protests have been multi-class. They've involved working class people, middle class people, intelligentsia students. Uh, which is quite noticeable. Um, the party is doing what was inevitable, which is cracking down, but we don't want to detract from the heroism of those people who've participated because they know that they exist in a one-party state and that state has formidable capabilities to target dissidents uh, and to punish them. So each one of these individuals is incredibly brave. Uh, for undertaking these actions when they know that with CCTV, with the surveillance software uh, that they have, which is om almost omnipresent, uh, they're going to be identified and they're going to be punished. Their families are going to be punished uh, and their opportunities at a minimum uh, are going to be uh, a forfeit. So each one of these individuals is incredibly brave in undertaking these actions. What we're seeing is what we would expect to see, which is the party is, is disciplining and reasserting control uh, over these protests. Uh, we want to keep in mind, though, that these protests are going to be iterative as COVID uh, lockdown protests, economic disruptions, economic difficulties and other measures occur in the future, Steve. So we want to recognize what did the protests reveal? Well, lots of things, but one of which is the power uh, of these individuals and how people can come together from different classes, from different backgrounds, et cetera, uh, to conduct that protest. The parties noticed that as well, obviously, and is going to do their utmost to ensure that doesn't happen. Um, with respect to COVID, well, what is the COVID lockdown? We want to keep in mind, of course, the political component of this. This is a one-party state. This is Xi Jinping controlling the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, and he's going to ensure that his rule and the rule of the Chinese Communist Party is not threatened, uh, either internationally or uh, domestically. 
So the crackdowns of COVID, of course, there's the excuse of the pandemic, but it's also about disciplining. It's about getting rid of his enemies uh, throughout the party as well as within the society. And it's about ensuring that um, uh, there's a deterrent component, that if you are going to stand up against the CCP, there are going to be massive consequences arrayed uh, against you. So this is an internal struggle that we're witnessing, and we should expect it to occur in multiple forms and to occur in the future. It's not going to go away. Uh, the test between the party, Xi Jinping, and the Communist Party versus the Chinese people. Um, and so that has been a remarkable event and um, stunning, of course, uh, the ha world. How can, and course, but but hang, been, hang, hang on a second. Tiananmen, what we know is Tiananmen Square built up over seven or eight weeks. Right. And yeah. then as soon as Lady Liberty, hey, as soon as Lady Liberty appeared in Tiananmen itself uh, in front of the Great Hall of the People, it took a different turn. The uh, in the West, Skullcroft, Bush 41 in the West bailed out D Deng Xiaoping and these guys came in and told them, hey, we'll, we'll make everything right with the global compact. You're going to become our manufacturing partner. Mm -hmm. The if you look today at that Apple plant. That is the culmination of the World Trade Organization, the most favored nation. This is this is uh, the West shipping the jobs from Ohio, uh, from Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, from the great industrial heartland of our nation to China to slave labor camps, and the people saying, "Hey, we, we're not going. We can't do this. This is too much." That. But Biden, these guys came out with uh, these uh, sayings, these uh, tweets and these formal sayings that almost implied they're backing she. So how the bravery of this multi-class, you have workers, you have intelligentsia, you have middle class, you have the professional class. How can they sit there and know that there's no cavalry that's going to come and save them as much as the war room? And others, the new federal state and these other groups here in the West support Lao Beijing and support them. When they see the powers of being in the West, it's going to be a replay of Tiananmen Square. How can these heroes, given what we saw in Hong Kong, given what we saw those brave students in Hong Kong, many of whom are in prisons today, Dr. Thayer? Indeed, uh, Steve, it's an excellent point. These individuals, again, are uh, incredible. They're heroic in, in what they're accomplishing. Uh, and the risks that they're running. And it's very important for the audience to appreciate that. They're living again in a totalitarian country that's a surveillance state. Uh, and that state has the power to reach out and, and, and adversely affect them and their families. And yet they're still conducting it with, again, as you observe, right, very importantly, the Biden administration is not going to help them the UN is not going to help them. Human rights organizations are not going to help them. But they're nonetheless doing this uh, on their own uh, with very modest support from the Chinese diaspora uh, in uh, uh, obviously abroad. So we have to appreciate that heroism. And we also have to appreciate their steadfastness, that they know the party's coming after them. And maybe the party has won a tactical victory. Uh, in the today and, and uh, in the days to come. But there are going to be other crises. Ed Dow did a great job of illuminating economic problems in China, right? So there are going to be future um, the COVID policies are going to continue and are still going to generate resentment. There's going to be economic downturns. There could be international crises 
uh, that reverberate on China. So these protests are going to come back. And you're right to recognize that Tiananmen, uh, the weeks leading up to Tiananmen, but we also want to appreciate that the Tiananmen protests have their antecedents in 1987, with really the rise of a uh, student-led pro-democracy movement that was supported by some members of the Chinese Politburo at that time. So the, what happened in 1989, the Tiananmen Square massacre, uh, really was also a deeper phenomenon that had um, precedence. And so what we should anticipate is that even though they may have suffered a tactical setback presently, uh, in the future, in the months, in the years to come, this movement is going to come back with a vengeance, uh, and it's a very significant threat to Xi Jinping's rule and to the Chinese Communist let, Party. Let, let, so hang on, so, so hang on a second. He was just at the pinnacle. The whole world's kowtowing to him. He takes out the previous premier. He drags him out in front of the world stage, humiliates him. Not just loss of face. I'm not even sure we even know where the guy is since then. The pinnacle of power, emperor for life. Actually, arguably more powerful, more central power than even Mao Zedong, okay? And obviously a much more powerful state supported by Western partners, by Western capital, by the Western hedge funds, by the Western global corporations. And quite frankly, they've infiltrated everywhere. And this is why we're going to do these huge investigations. This is why we have the Joint Task Force on China in the new house, the select task force, because Thayer's right. You haven't seen any NGOs or the human rights group. They've been quiet. The UN has been quiet. Geneva's been quiet where the, the operating uh, engine room of the UN is. Why? Because the CCP is all over them with money and infiltration and agents. Okay. In the universities, where are the protests on American universities supporting the kids in China? You don't see it. Why? They've infiltrated everywhere. The political warfare that they've done, the unrestricted warfare, these are tough and cunning enemies. And their number one enemy is in the streets of the French concession in Shanghai. They're in Beijing. These are heroes. I would actually argue, as much as my heart went out, we supported the students in Hong Kong, as brave as they were, these are even braver. Because this is a brutal totalitarian state. And when you talk about a surveillance state, they know every second of every move that you make. And they know where your family is. And this, you are seeing heroes that understand by them standing up with the blank white paper and those being out there, if, if when they're recognized or when they're dragged away by the police and they've got the police up there, that it's 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 lights out. That's the heroism that you're seeing in the streets. You want to talk about heroism and being motivated? See what's happening there. Understanding and what Biden put out is absolutely pathetic. It shows that it shows the CCP. It shows Beijing. Does it not? Dr. Thayer, that you're going to get a free pass. Crack down as much as you've got to crack down. You're going to get a free pass, sir. Steve, that's exactly right. What, what Biden did was uh, really the worst that could be done. These events require a presidential address at a minimum. He should have been on TV supporting these individuals. Uh, and every aspect of his administration, every department, every agency should be in lockstep supporting them. And what you saw with the NSC and Kirby was uh, worse than a failure, right? It was it was humiliating. Uh, again, this takes place in an in the Cold War context. There's an ideological warfare component here, and by not taking advantage, the Biden administration not taking advantage of the opportunity given to the Biden administration to draw the contrasts 
between the CCP and its tyranny and how it oppresses the Chinese people um, and the opportunities and the advantages of, of, you know, of the Western system, of, of uh, the free world, was a tremendous mistake. There's, there is um, the, the need to take advantage of this opportunity, and Biden is blowing it. They're not doing it, and they're doing that intentionally. Right. That's the effort to essentially not, as they say, not provoke uh, China, not criticize Xi Jinping. But the problems are deeper than that in the Biden administration um, and in the West, as you observed, in the financial markets, media, Congress, uh, etc. You've very well focused, of course, on elite capture and the problem generated by elite capture um, and the consequences of it. The Chinese people are paying the price, as the American people are in a different context. But right now, well, these protesters are paying uh, that terrific they're price. They're heroes, and they're going to pay a terrific price. But hey, this audience, the reason I'm doing this, if you don't think you're not going to pay a huge price for this, we got Dowd and Thayer when we come back, okay? The 1930s, in hindsight, was called the Dark Valley. It's called the Dark Valley for a reason. We're going through... Starting the journey through the dark valley, trust me. Next in the world. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to itargetpro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com, offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, make sure you go to Getter, Ed Dowd's up there, Dr. Thayer, all of us, Cortez. I'm putting up stuff 24-7. It's absolutely free. It's the simplest. If I can use it, anybody can use it. Trust me. Also, make sure you go to uh, MyPillow.com. We got the 80%, up to 80% inventory clearance. You think you've got Cyber Monday, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. You ain't seen nothing yet. We know everybody's got a, resources are tight, particularly tight this Christmas season. Make sure you give a gift from uh, my pillow. You couldn't give somebody in the war room posse something that's closer to the heart of the war room. That'd be Mike Lindell and the great American manufacturing team up there in Minnesota. Mike's working to make sure he doesn't have to lay off anybody. 
mypillow.com, promo code WARM. Just go onto our square, toppers, pillows, all of it. Check it out, up to 80% off. Ed Dowd, um, give me a couple of minutes. You heard they are the direction of China's economy and particularly the impact on our audience, sir. Bottom line, uh, demographics is destiny. And I can't emphasize enough that China hit its demographic wall in 2020 and they're in a population decline. And that's going to reverberate throughout their whole economy. It's going to affect their debt that they've accumulated. And uh, they're going to be looking at a couple lost decades like Japan did in the 90s. That will affect us, obviously, because a lot of the global growth came from China. And you talk about one of our greatest exports was dollars. Well, after the great financial crisis, we exported a ton of dollars to China in the form of debt. China, Chinese corporations and, and whatnot uh, issued debt in dollar denomination. So this, uh, this is a disaster looming. As the dollar goes higher, it, it puts more pressure on some of the Chinese corporations that issued debt in dollars. So this is going to have knock-on effects. We're going into a recession in Q1 and Q2. It's a global synchronized recession. We haven't seen one of these since 2008. And uh, it's going to um, affect the world for years to come. We're predicting recoveries and recessions, recoveries and recessions, much like the 70s. We're, we're in a period of stagflation. Um, wow. We think there's going to be a deflationary pressure coming sometime next year, end of 2023. Then they'll print more money, then the inflation, then deflation. So the, the central banks are fighting the, the end of the, uh, the monetary debt system as we know it. So this is, this is going to affect... The U.S., it's going to affect the globe. What's going on in China has serious implications for the rest of us. Uh, the book is coming out on December 13th. You're going back for the workshop. Uh, was it Cause Unknown? You've done all the all the analysis of this. The book is out by Tony Lyons and guys at, uh, at uh, Skyhorse. You can get it on Amazon. This thing will shock you. Ed Dow puts his analytical uh, efforts in amazing um, – capabilities to work on this thing about the vaccines and COVID. Uh, and you're also there for the workshop with Senator Johnson. You're going to be a major player in the investigations and hearings that come. Ed, how do people get to you, Go how they get to the book, get to your site, and how they get to you, social media? Uh, social media, uh, I'm on Getter, at, Dowd, at Edward Dowd, at D-O-W-D. I have a, a personal website, uh, They Lied, People Died, that shows uh, the theory of the case of the vaccines. You can order the book there. Or you can go to Amazon. I also have teamed up uh, with my partners in a new hedge fund we're forming called Finance Technologies, phinancetechnologies.com. That's where the Humanities Project is, where we basically have every country with vaccine excess mortality. Uh, we just dropped the U.S. into the data set, and uh, we're, we dropped Germany as well. So we have the U.K., wow. uh, Europe, Germany, U.S. We're going to do Canada and Australia next. Everybody check it out. Ed Dow, thank you for getting up early and joining us here in the war room, brother. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Uh, also, pr- totally free, birchgold.com, uh, sl- birchgold.com slash Bannon. You get the uh, end of the dollar empire. It's totally free. We're going to be talking so much about this on the debt ceiling, about the uh, about the U.S. dollar as the prime reserve currency. It's absolutely central. So make sure you get it. It's totally free. Get up to speed so you're not just conversing around uh, the Christmas tree, having an eggnog with your friends, but you're ready to go to work here in the war room because this is of the utmost importance to your personal, your family's life, your personal financial life, and also your nation's life. Dr. Thayer, I, you reminded me that Admiral Kirby 
embarrassed himself, kowtowed yesterday at the National Security Council. We'll get to that later. I want to pe- make sure people can get your book. Go to all the great articles you're putting up on American greatness or the Hill, Epoch Times, all of it. You're one of our number one guys. How do they get to your writings? How do they get to you? Well, Steve, uh, they can reach all of my writings at uh, centerforsecuritypolicy.org. Centerforsecuritypolicy is one word, .org. And then um, I'm on Getter and uh, Truth at uh, Bradley Thayer uh, at Getter uh, and Truth. And um, the book is uh, doing really well and it's getting a lot of attention. So um, I'm very pleased uh, with it. Understanding the China Threat, which I co-wrote with Liao Chao Han, uh, we're doing a uh, really looking at uh, the causes of why China, the CCP, uh, is a threat to the United States and why the United States has to respond uh, to it. Uh, you just heard Dow say we're going to go through uh, recessions, back again, business owners are turn recessions is going to be choppy, choppy, choppy for years to come. Bradley Thayer's told you the same thing. Don't Don't think this is just a weekend phenomenon. Watch it very closely. One, because of these heroes are trying to free China. As I keep saying, until China's free, because remember, it's slaves. Until China's free, the rest of the world's not free. You're not totally free because we're inextricably bound to the slave labor system that the uh, capitalist on Wall Street and the global corporations, the Uniparty in the CCP have put together with the party of Davos. Dr. Bradley Thayer, honored to have you on here. Look forward to having you back on for your insights What's going on in the People's Republic of China, sir? Thank you, Steve, very much. My pleasure. Thanks, brother. Okay, uh, back at five. By the way, stick around for Charlie Kirk. Uh, he's going to go. Kerry Lake's going to be on him. Kerry Lake's going to join us this evening. Uh, we're going to have a lot. We want to get an update on what's going on today, throughout the day in Maricopa County. There's a lot going on. Follow me on Getter. Be back here at five o'clock tonight for two hours of more intensity. It's only going to get more intense as we get into this lame duck as we fight to make sure that we save the greatest nation in the history of mankind. We'll see you back here tonight, 5 o'clock on Real America's Voice, RAV, and the world. See them. It's all started, everything's begun, and you all over, because we're taking down the CCP. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. 
If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 